Welcome to another episode of Soul Feeling, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And today, we are talking about a lot of things. <laughs> of course, we have to start off talking about Nipsey Hussle. Yes. Um, oh, that hurt, y'all. It hurt. Like, I wasn't a true avid listener to, you know, his biggest fan. Mm-hmm. But when I got the news, it hurt. Like, it was, you know, somebody on my block. Like, Absolutely. a homie. Like, a friend. Like, mm-hmm. it hurt. Yeah. I definitely did not know what I was feeling. I went into, like, warning. <laughs> I didn't even know why. Yeah. I was like, I did not even know this man. But mm-hmm. I definitely knew what he he did. Mm-hmm. I never listened to one song, mm-hmm. uh, and I and I can't listen to it right now just because I'm just like his voice. I can't. I mean, I did listen to his Breakfast Club interview, and I was thinking to myself like, why didn't I? I listened to all Breakfast Club interviews, so mm-hmm. I'm like, why didn't I listen to his? That's mm-hmm. so weird. Like I've never even like I don't think I've even seen it pop on my timeline. But um, yeah, this one hit really hard. And I was talking to my coworkers about it, and I just think it's because, um, and just people were around. It's like he was doing the thing that black people want to see in the community. Yeah. He was actually creating the community that we wanted to, to see. And right. if we had the means to, we would, we wanted to do our part just like Nipsey Hussle did. So he yeah, was, absolutely. he was a reflection of what we wanted in the yes. community. He embodied it. Exactly. Exactly. And it's to see someone that's embodying the dream of so many people. Mm-hmm. Our people, our people that oh, have yeah. gone through so much. That. Yeah. Hurt. You just talk about, you know, how we want to change the world. And I just think back even to Tupac. So a lot of people kind of compared him to mm-hmm. Tupac. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because, you know, Tupac always talked about how he couldn't change the world, but maybe he could, you know, things that he said could spark something in mm-hmm. someone to right. make that change. Absolutely. And it's, it just felt like Nipsey was that person who was doing the things that, you know, following his footsteps mm-hmm. and doing the work to also spark something in someone else to say, you know mm-hmm. what, I need to make this change to live better, to do better, to be better. Right. And, you know, he was doing that work, like you said, in mm-hmm. his community. Right. Wow. And he's, he laid the blueprint, the foundation. Yes. Not, like, the, the plan. And so what I love that, you know, he has to store a marathon uh, and everybody's saying the marathon continues. The and that's just so, it's deep. it's deep. And then his last album was Victory Lap. It's yes. just a lot that's just like, wow. Like in hindsight, you're like, exactly. What? And that's really what got me too. I'm just like, man, it's like, he was supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. He was like that. He was. Just, it, it was his dedication was real. Like, can you imagine he put, you know, first album, only one album, one. Wow. With mm-hmm. so many mixtapes, he has been doing this for a long time. But he never gave up, dedicated, stayed, you know, kept, continued doing it, never gave up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what really just kind of got me, because I, like I said, well, it's telling you ladies before the podcast, I never listened to him, and to be quite honest, I didn't know who he was. Until the to just recently finding out his transition, and so it kind of made me 
And that's when I went and delved in into research. Like I needed to know who he was. And when I found out his cause, found out his purpose, found out how he was truly out here making a black impact, like working with gang members from other, like just completely defying the odds and still like just showing showing us and embodying that that thing that that to change the world, showing us black as a even just being a black leader without even trying to be a black leader, like say I'm a leader, I'm an influencer, I'm a, he was just doing the work. Yeah. And like and that's what it really it, it it really inspired me. Like I just need to do the work. And I'm like, I it really pained me to know because when I look like he's what, thirty three? Mm-hmm. He yeah. had he was a father of what, two or three children? Two. Two, I can't remember. But it was just like, wow. He was so young. He was so young and he was making this huge impact. And it was just showing me like I can do this. Mm-hmm. And it made me really kind of I was a little sad because I'm like, dang, why didn't I know who he was? Yeah. And I was like, it made me sad because I'm like, we really need to give people their flowers while they're here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We really need to give people their flowers while they're here and that and, and that's just going to to the next topic. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I did want to say something when I was thinking, y'all be thinking hard. <laughs> but you brought up the age 33 and I'm not mm. comparing him to Jesus, but this is exactly what Jesus did. <laughs> so that's so, true. So Dipsy Hustle, he's, he, he died at the age of 33. And it, I don't think anything is a coincidence. Not at I don't all. believe in that stuff like anymore. Like I be trying to be like, oh, this is a coincidence. This is a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. He died at the age of 33, and Charlemagne said something um, that really stuck with me, because I don't know if y'all was feeling it. He's like, this just don't seem right. It seems like something is off in the solar system now. And I was like, mm. I feel that because the vibe and the whole, like, it was just off. Mm. I, I felt like I was in limbo when after I found out. And yeah. this is crazy, because he died, but I went to, I was when I found out, I was coming back home from a funeral of my aunt. I wow. cried more for Dipsy Hustle than my eye. I was like, Damn. "Wow!" But um, but the thing is, is that also if you listen to his Breakfast Club interview, mm-hmm. he talks about they act they asked him like, "Why did you? Are you scared that you presented yourself like this as a crip, as a um um about where you're from in your hood? Like, are you like are you scared? Like Charlamagne was asking that, and he was like, "I did that strategically for a reason because I wanted them to know that as a crip." As coming from the same hood, I'm not leaving y'all. I want to show them distinctly, like me as a crip, as as who I am, where Somebody I'm from. from the streets. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is what we need to do. Yeah. And he's like, it's not gonna, it's not gonna have the same impact if I'm out here acting like I'm not from here. You know, yeah. you know, white collar tie. Exactly. Yeah. It's like I'm, I have to be with the people. But it reminds me of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is Lord, God, our Savior. Mm-hmm. He can do anything He wanted. He can mm-hmm. turn. Um, water into wine but he he was just regular smegular mm-hmm. with his disciples a carpenter mm-hmm. and just doing the work right it wasn't about all that and so also just like jesus sacrificed his life for our sins for he could live a great life nipsey in a way he didn't know he was gonna die he thought he was doing everything he i don't know if he knew he was gonna die that way but he was doing everything to not to show them like this is not what you want. Mm. And so also it's like Jesus died for our sins, but Nipsey in a way, he 
died and resurrected us to be sparked in the community. So now there's like mm-hmm. a meme going around talking about how when Nipsey died, like million more Nipseys were born mm-hmm. because of his his impact. Girl. And that's such a correlation between Jesus Christ and him and not comparing the two, but it's just what it is. That yeah. is what it is. You know, the story is, you know, it's, it's just, it's just um, a metaphor, mm-hmm. yeah. but, um, but it's what happened. Wow, mm-hmm. and that, that that's so quick, great that you brought that up, how Nipsey was basically, he was doing the work, and he was doing it in a sense to where he was not trying to sugarcoat or put on this facade of show, not like sugarcoat and, and, and hiding who he was. Yes. And so it made me think as this generation, being millennials, generation X, and any generation that's behind us, I feel like we're going to have... Um, a sense of being able to accept people for who they authentically are because i know at one point like our elders so to speak you know if you were affiliating the gang you would probably try to shun up like shun them or cast or, or cast them out and not right. like that like you wouldn't take their word as valid if you knew someone did have this many degrees and do this and if they didn't if they wasn't in this zip code and if so it's just like now i'm like okay this is great because now i i think people can, and, and other gang members as well can start to really truly unify for one common goal. Right. And they don't necessarily have to judge someone based on wh- where are you from, what do you do, and da, 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 but they can judge people on how are you making an impact? How are how can we work together to, to achieve this common goal? And I was just like, this is great because now we won't have, I feel like we're not going to have that same judgment on people as a, as a society, as a, as a, a generation per se yeah it's definitely needed there's so many lessons learned through his death that's what i was just about you know? to say it is you know the first one for me is just really to just cherish life and cherish these moments like you were saying you know mm-hmm. cherish the people that are around you while they are here um the second one just doing the work getting out there on the ground in the, in the community and doing the work and being that person being that change that you mm-hmm. want to see and then the third is that legacy. What kind of legacy do you want to leave behind mm-hmm. when you pass away? What do you want people to be saying about you and what you did? Mm-hmm. That's so fast. The lesson I learned too is like um, when he transitioned, transcended to the heavens, um, what got me thinking, I was actually, there was a point of fear in my heart because I was like, whoa. That's what I want my legacy to be, you know, helping the community. Mm-hmm. And and it's not only that thought had already ran through my mind of like, oh my God, like the work I want to do sounds scary. You know, like mm-hmm. when we see the activists and the leaders who have fell before us because they were fighting, sacrificed themselves for mm-hmm. us. I'm like, and I don't put that on my life or anything. You know, like, I'm like, nope, I rebuke that, and rebuke that in the name of Jesus. But when I, when I heard he died, that he got murdered, it rose that fear like tenfold. And mm. then I was talking to my coworkers about it and my brother, you know, everyone, I was just telling them, this is how I feel like, oh, like it makes you kind of like think twice before doing the work, the real work. Mm. And so, but then my coworker is talking about like, hey, like 
you gonna die anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and it's better to die for something for your cause, for, for your what cause, you, yeah. for what you believe in. Yeah, absolutely. And so what I'm saying is, it doesn't matter how many people fall before us. So there's been so many. Nat Turner died. You know, um, a lot of people. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. Um, but <laughs> that's the thing is, you can't kill us. Mm-hmm. And we keep going. Yes, and that's the thing that the one interview that has been going around that I really love. He's like, if I do die for this, like y'all better ride for me. Like, yeah, y'all better ride. Oh my God. Yeah, like, we gotta continue this. We gotta right. keep yeah. going. We have to. It's like it's in the eyes. I'll tweet it out. We got no to retweets, so I'm like, niggas, y'all need to have my back on this, bro. <laughs> so I retweeted like, um, giving up is not in our DNA because it's not. It's not. And so it's just like. I'm just so happy to be a part of the people who don't give up because yes. regardless, it's like everything in the world could be against us, but mm-hmm. we still, the yes, fact that we're here, mm-hmm. it don't make no sense. That's, and that's so true. Royalty, well, I, I just took it to Kendrick, like royalty <laughs> is in our DNA, but like yeah. giving up is truly not in our DNA because when you think about it, y'all, think about what predates like this generation this society this century right now mm-hmm. like our ancestors think about the ones that actually made it here had to be some survivors you were thrown at the bottom of a slave ship in poor conditions with little to no food chained up next to people there was you there was times where you could be on a, on that slave ship and you was chained to the person that was dead next to you like mm-hmm. and you had to still endure however many i don't know how long it took to get from africa to america but I'm sure it wasn't like no no two month ride, y'all. This was a long voyage that they had to to endure. So and only when they say only the strong survived that trip, only the strong survived. And we are descendants of those ancestors that survived. So we are survivors. They try to bury us, and then they look like nigga, y'all seeds. How are y'all yes. sprouting and growing and blossoming and grooming? And then that makes me think like yes, they may try to. To, to take out the ones that are doing the work. But then you think about, we can focus on the ones they're taking out, but then there's still so, so many, many that are, look at our Oprah, look at um Charlemagne the guy. Like he said some of the most off the wall things. It's like, hey, nigga, why you not dead? Like, <laughs> no, I, like, yeah. God forbid, but I'm just saying like, so we can still do yeah. this and still thrive and still have a life of longevity. And um, just, I, I, I'm sad to say that that happened to Nipsey, but I'm, I, I truly don't want, and I don't think that his passing is going in vain. It's oh, definitely it's making an impact. And it, I, I just love it because it's really making us, they think they stopping us, but they really unifying really us. Like, oh, we really going hard now. Like, I don't care. I don't care whether it's the government or whether it was like, uh, or whether it was a, a gay, stupid ass person. You know, which I heard he worked for the government, but hey, that's look, no, yeah, because somebody talking about what is, what is a snitch? Yeah, that, they did say that connected. Hey, you, not, you know what I think, but you know what I think. I don't think it was the government, but hey, we not you don't think it was the government. I mean, no, I do think oh. it was the government. I'm saying I don't think it was the gangster. Oh, or whatever he was, <laughs> but you I was the trigger. Yeah. yeah, he was told. But I think it was Bond. Oh, that's what we think. Look, we, we, we're not about to get into the conspiracies. <laughs> but it, rather, what I was going to say, whether it was the government or whether it was um, some stupid ass shit, what I'm saying is both are lessons learned. From the government, we still going to ride. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't stopping. And if it is for if it is the stupid ass shit that does happen every day, yeah. This is showing them like people I'm feel like they going back to their house like 
look, <laughs> we ain't like we got to change something. We ain't not doing this no more. There's specific people you don't touch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is stupid. Like mm -hmm. it, yeah. it was an example. So there's there's lessons learned on both ends. Mm -hmm. But whether or not you believe whatever you believe, and we should stop fighting about what if you believe this or you believe this. It doesn't right. matter. Right. Just get your lessons learned. It doesn't matter. You know right. what I mean? What's the, yeah. It doesn't matter how he passed. The fact is that he passed. So he let's passed. all unify and let's see what we're going to do about it. Right. And don't tear each other down for thinking about stuff. Right. Just because shit, it has, history has shown us what's really going down. So don't, if we a little hesitant to really just think this is what happened, hey, look, let us have our freedom to think with our minds. Don't mm -hmm. tell us how to think. Anyways, so... <laughs> So, because I've just been seeing so much going on on social media, and I'm like, y'all missing the point. <laughs> exactly. But just, yes. All right. Oh, never mind. I don't want to get onto that, because that topic can get into a whole heated debate 10 hours later. Podcast only about, this nigga get out from the government. No, he... No. Right, exactly. Look, okay. We can make all well-informed decisions. Okay, anyways. But we didn't want to talk about cherishing life. And this yeah. has been a season. Hmm. For me, and if I just want to be transparent and honest, I mean, like, um, death has really been, I think, maybe a fear of mine, just because, like, even though I do believe in Jesus Christ, I do believe in heaven, but it's still something that be scaring me about death, like hmm. the the real unknown. Hmm. But it's just been, um, my aunt died, Nipsey died, and now. Um, someone that's close to me just found out that she doesn't have, she had like less than a year to live. Mm. And so it just really made me, in a weird way, it's making me feel okay with, um, death because I've just been seeing, seeing it and mm. I just thank God not to no one in my immediate family or anything like that. But it just, it's just showing me that the way people are handling it is so peaceful. Like mm -hmm. her, for example, she's just like, I'm ready. Mm -hmm. I don't want no chemo. I don't want no antibiotics. I don't want anything. I just want to go in peace mm -hmm. with my family around me and stuff like that. And so it just made me think of like, if this person could be so strong and just ready to be with God, mm. we all can, <laughs> you yeah. know, and I really just want to have a different, um, thought process behind death, mm -hmm. um, to know that it's transcending to the heavens. Like we love to be on earth and it's kind of crazy down here, <laughs> <laughs> but we find heaven on earth within our circles. Thank God. Mm. Thank God. But there's heaven in heaven, real heaven. Mm, so, yeah. um, so just keeping that in mind. But it did yeah. make me think about cherishing life to like uh, wow. millions of power. Wow, that's so wow, that's so 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 powerful. And this, there was this thing in college that my basketball coach would always tell us, like before the game, like she would try to, she would give us these really great pit talks, and she would always say, like, you know, how many y'all love the game? she was like because you know at this time we was like i thought i was going to play overseas like i had this was my gonna be my future and so she would always say like 
how many of y'all love the game? Everybody like, me, me, we do, we do. And so then she was like, how many of y'all love life? Everybody like, yeah, I love life. How many of y'all love God? Like, I love God. How many of y'all, how many of y'all want to go to heaven? I want to go to heaven. I'm, how many of y'all ready to die? <laughs> like, man. Everybody stop. Like, wait a minute, coach. Yeah. And she was like, well, the only way you can get to heaven is if you die. And right. so she was like, why are we afraid of death? And I'm like, ooh, that's deep. Because she, I don't want to put her health business out there, but she was just like, you know, my coach was young. She was 31 at the time when she was coaching us, one of the youngest coaches in our the whole region of our yeah. basketball team. And she was just like, y'all have to be willing to, you know, give, live and give every each and every day, give it your all. Like, we never know when the, the end may be, but live every day like you ready to go to heaven. I'm like, hmm. Wow. And she was like, it doesn't have to be tomorrow, but <laughs> yeah. whenever it happens, yeah. don't be afraid. And so right. I was just like, wow, I never thought about that. And it was good because we had a young coach and then the assistant coach, he was elder. And so he was like, y'all, at that time, age, we don't think about it. We was like 19, 20. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, you know, every day I thank the good Lord that when I wake up and I plant my two feet on the ground, I'm just saying, thank you, God. I forget the exact quote that he was saying, but for life, basically. Yes. He's like, because when you get to be my age, a lot of your friends are not around you. They, they've transitioned. Well, I like to say transition. But he's like, mm -hmm. they died. And mm -hmm. he was like, so... I like transition. Yeah, I like to say so transition. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, they transitioned. And he was like, so like, really cherish your life. Cherish the time that you were here. And um, there's this book that's saying, like, as long as you have pulse in your body, then you are here for a purpose. Even on the bad days, on those days where you feel like you sick and tired, you can't make it, and life is just overwhelming, as long as you have pulse in your body you can make a change in this world you have the power to make a change yeah. and so just cherish life guys yeah. um and i don't i don't like the say the, the saying life is too short life can be full and and when i think about the saying life is too short i just think about my grandmother mm -hmm. like um and this is just this is just something that i'm i didn't even it hit, it hit me yesterday when you know, so my grandmother, we just celebrated her 90th Yay. birthday. And I was just like, wow. Like, mm -hmm. wow. 90th birthday. Like, you've been living That's on this amazing. earth 90 whole years. Yes. And it's like, most times, I can't, I think Oprah said this. I don't want to misquote if it wasn't Oprah. Yes, I think it was actually on her book, um, What I Know For Sure. And she was saying, like, a lot of women like always associate getting older with a as a bad thing like women we aging like and but when a man ages it's cool like we aging like yeah so it's like no i think of the fact that i'm still here and somebody didn't get to get didn't get to make it to 50. somebody didn't get to make it to 60. somebody didn't get to make it to this age so i am grateful i am happy like what i know for sure that i am so appreciative of being able to walk this planet this many years this many years yes. and it's just like it is a huge blessing life is a blessing and i don't think we should we should just just cherish your life cherish all any amount of the time you have on this earth and it's just it's just a beautiful thing for us to give it all we got while we do have it and invest in the life that we are blessed with. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up the age thing. Um, I don't know if y'all watch Shan Boodram's Shan Booty's um recent video. Uh mm -hmm. she just turned thirty four. And mm -hmm. she was just talking about just she at first she never wanted to like say her age. Um, but now she's like, Look, like 
Girl, I thought she was like 24. Girl, that's what everybody's <laughs> be saying. But um, she's just really just saying the same thing. Like, like aging should not be a, a bad thing. Um, basically, just like she, she you when we say we're like she was holding on to that word young and youthful and stuff like that. And sometimes, like when you hold on to that word, it's because you don't want to assume the responsibilities. When you when you, somebody say you're young or something, now mm. you have like you get leeway. You know, yeah. you're not expecting to know as much mm. or stuff like that. And she's like, I'm 34. I know my shit. Like I, you know, I'm mm. a full person. I've learned. I've grown. And I'm a a full adult. I got a house. Like she's like my compliment. Accomplishments is actually aligned with my um, with my what my life is, you know. Wow. Even beautiful. though just like two three years ago she wasn't where she was, so it's not saying like after you're thirty that you have to have these compliments. She's uh thirty four now, but it's just like, and she's like I'm not competing competing with the twenty year old. Like I'm not competing mm-hmm. with a twenty six year old. Like I've been there. I'm mm-hmm. thirty four. Wow. Where is she? Thirty two. Whatever, whatever it is, 34. And I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. We need more people talking like that because as women especially, there's so much, and it sucks. It's because you're trying to stay young, but you're also trying to live till you're 100 and something. (laughs) So how does that work? Mm -hmm. You like fighting that. The only way to stay young is to die young. And I ain't about that life. Mm -hmm. I am not. And And so we really have to think about that. So when everybody's like, I'm like one of the oldest people at my job now. If my uh, coworker, he'd be like, "You pushing 30. and I'm like, "Slow your roll, sir." I am 26, gonna be 27, yeah. but I'm just like, but honestly, I'm so grateful that I'm alive. I'm 27, like right. I have 27 years, and I want right. more and more years. So, look, give me give, when I hit 28, 29, I'm gonna be thankful for that and that Absolutely. and that because I'm here and I'm alive. So that. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like in Genesis six three, he says we are promised no more, no more than one hundred and twenty years. I want my full one hundred and twenty. Let me step into that. <laughs> Stepping into one nineteen, like can't wait to one twenty. <laughs> yes, it was like me and husband. Okay, Granny, you guys still got about. Exactly, (laughs) and let's just talk about her grandma because I did not think that she was talking about. I was like, I don't think I ever met your grandma. And she's like, you definitely haven't. I definitely had like like, Tiffany. You met my grandma like a thousand times, times. but because I did not realize she was ninety. Yeah, like not not at all. Neither did I. And she, I mean, I haven't seen her in a, a minute, but every time I see her, she's not like limping or nothing. Like she's like walking moving yeah. in the groove and I just like I'm so grateful for my grandmother mm-hmm. you know yes sound state of mind my grandma is cool y'all she is a huge blessing to our family and I was just when I y'all at the party yesterday it was always held like our Thanksgivings our Christmases are always held at grandma's house I don't know we had it at, at Imperial Lane here but it just don't feel the same mm. when it's it when it ain't at grandma's house and so you know it it just it was just a a mind boggling experience like the most beautiful experience though just to see how many people came to celebrate her like we had more people there than we ever had at a Christmas a Thanksgiving it was just like 
90 was a huge milestone. All of her siblings, well, not all of them, because she's she has 16 siblings. Mm -hmm. And, like, she, I don't know where she played. And I know she wasn't the eldest, but she had her brother there. Was, that was 94. <laughs> like, she had a lot of their um, children. So her 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 she would be there technically their auntie okay. yeah their her nieces and nephews that were there and it was just like so beautiful just to see so many generations mm -hmm. in a room their kids was there and it was just like their kids kids that was there tree. i was yes. like this is legacy just everywhere yes. here celebrating my grandma i felt like it was just so much life in mm -hmm. the space and mm -hmm. it was just like my grandmother has truly sacrificed her life to to give life to so many people around her. Wow, sacrifice. Y'all, she's amazing. And like one thing I will know, I will say I want to put that out there that every morning she wakes up like she on her prayer side note like day like she has her rosaries playing like in the on TV. She has like this like it's like this this um it's like a little see-through bag with like hundreds of prayers that she reads in the morning every morning she's like my jesus keep me young and i'm yes. like yeah yes. like her sound of mind she now on no oxygen she she don't have like no she had little aches every now and then mm -hmm. but like she's still i'm just thankful i'm so thankful like and like tiffany said she didn't know she was 90 and i didn't even know she was 90 she my whole grandma I'm like, I'm like grandma that. how old are you i'm thinking this was like another little 77 year old right. well not little because that's still huge to even make you 77 but i'm like when they told me grandma was turning 90 i was like what what that's why i was like i thought it was her grandma's mama <laughs> I'm like, cause that's what I was like. There's no way. No. Like, I ain't never. I'm like, I ain't never got a great, great grandma <laughs> the year. But no, yes, yes. that's amazing. Yes, she raised me. Like I'm a product of my grandmother raising yes. me, raising me and my siblings, all of us. Like I'm just like, wow. And that's another thing too, cause a lot of times I know that's we have cool. the, you know, we. Like, life is not perfect. We get upset with our family members. Right. And we're like, why are you so hard on me? Why are you pushing? You know, but it's like, when you think about it and go back to those moments, you're like, dang, I really am thankful and grateful for my mama being so hard on me. My grandma, you know, coming and talk to me and giving me yeah. those lessons and keeping it real with me. Like, you really, that's what I'm talking about. Cherishing yeah. those moments. Girl. Yes. And those lessons. Sometimes we just be Because we take it for granted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. It's like, we take it for smart. granted. Y'all are so smart. Like, y'all really have been here and been there and done that. And I'm yes. like, why, why, why did I think I knew what to do? Exactly. And they always say, you don't understand one day. And when right. they say that, you don't think you're going to really understand one day. And then, <laughs> then one day hit and you want to be bawling your eyes. I'm like, they was so right. I can't yes. believe this. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yes. That's so, so true. Because I be looking at my mama like, dang, you really <laughs> are just amazing. Like, you. Yeah. Like, you just going to know what you're talking about. Right. Like, oh. <laughs> you're going to be an expert. <laughs> And that's why our, like, our elders oh, and just people older than us, they deserve respect mm -hmm. and love. And because they have been through it. And, like, and I'm thankful for, you know, my mother as well. Because when I do bring up stuff, or even before I get to it, she tries to give me the, the mm -hmm. spill beforehand. Because I don't, she's like, I don't want you to go through what I went through. Or right. if I did, it, like, the panic attacks, for, uh, for example, yeah. she told me, like, Oh, she got she got through it. She told mm -hmm. me exactly like that's exactly how I was feeling, mm -hmm. and then she told me it was gonna go away. <laughs> and it, it, it did. Wow. He's like, and just having and we should learn, make it a 
make it a mission to learn as much as we can from our our elders um yes. for people and to actually just you know they're not perfect they're human they're human as well but there's a lot we can learn and a lot we cannot go through because of yes. what they've been through every exactly. generation the bible says every generation gets better and better and that's better. evident yes. yes um but you did talk about just like <laughs> we totally be mad at our our family and things like that and what i actually wrote down is in life, if we're really cherishing life and the people in our life, there's three things we have to do. Mm-hmm. Overly love. And that is just like, y'all know I be telling my mama I love her like 50 million times a day. <laughs> yeah. And I don't care. I'll kiss her head 50 times, hold her hand, lay on her. With my nephew, he's like, I remember one day he was like, this is the fourth time you hug me today. And I'm like, I just <laughs> love you. My brother, I remember I was rushing out the house one morning, just anxiety on a whole high. And like, as I was walking past him, he grabbed me and just hugged me. And I didn't know I needed it, but I needed it. And so that overly love is, you want to overly love, because you never want to think back and like, dang, I didn't Mm. love them enough. Overly love. And that's why with the whole... Shit, nigga name that I'm in love with right now at this point. That's why I just had to lay it all on there. Because yeah. at the end of the day, uh, I know he wants to take his time or whatever, but I just want to love him as much as I can for, for exactly. the rest of my life for as long as I can. Mm. So, nigga, stop fucking up. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah. so. That's real. And then, uh, and the, the next thing is like understanding, mm-hmm. having understanding for people. Because, like, Kobe, after you said that first podcast, like people are human so we have to understand where they come from we need to understand where they're at mentally we need to understand why they are the way they are mm-hmm. which gives us more room to the third thing is to forgive easy like fast forgive fast because you don't want that stuff like the mm-hmm. people you love to be people haven't talked to their family in years because it's a grudge they holding for something they did years Y'all. ago yes Girl. missing out on family reunions Thanksgivings, Christmases, you know, all kind of stuff. Birthdays. Years that you will never Because of back. one moment. Mm, one I moment. One. one. I'm not even going to lie and act like I'm perfect. No, we, we all have we all have done it. Y'all have family members. Go through the right now. When you think about it, it's, it's so pointless. And it it's is. It's so, so pointless. And and I'm, I've been there, but I haven't been the one that was initiating the the grudge. And it's not a comfortable situation because all you want to do is talk to this person exactly. and make amends. But then they trying to avoid you over some stuff that they done. But I'm like, okay. You know? <laughs> right. Maybe them. <laughs> because the guilt won't let them girl, face you. Exactly. I'm like, girl, I ain't even tripping about that. I didn't forgave your ass. <laughs> like, come and love me. Like, yes. don't get these years back. We cannot. Family. Why can't yes. I just understand why people can't? Family. Jerks. <laughs> No, I'm really messing with what you're saying right now because, because so my, the aunt that died was on my daddy's side. Mm-hmm. We ain't seen these people since 2002. Wow. Since 2019, ever since my mom and dad broke up, got divorced. Wow. And we've never been back because my dad never took us back. But now we're adults now. Mm-hmm. And he always, sorry, daddy, I hope you ain't listening to this. <laughs> um, but he always put like a... I don't know if he meant to, like a bad perception of our his side of the family mm-hmm. to us. And when we got there, when I say they were like, I just feel like 
uncle been just not he was ashamed of us. I don't know why he didn't bring y'all around us. And then they also had understanding too, which is wow, beautiful. beautiful. It's like maybe he thought that y'all we were gonna be a bad influence on them on, on y'all. And we have evolved now. And so I feel like it was perfect alignment and timing. Mm. But that's I go to say this perception, 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 because yeah. the thing is don't let someone else's perception of someone else Stop you from, from connecting, connecting with that them. connection, that bond. Yes, it doesn't matter. I don't it care if it's your daddy mean. or if it's like, you got to find, not always, but just, <clears throat> if my mom told me something, I'll probably believe her more. But <laughs> let that person be able to discern for themselves that, okay, you know what? This person is my family member, but what they might be doing is not right or I might not agree mm-hmm. with it. But this is still my my blood. Yes. Giving you room to make your own decision. Exactly. Mm. I do believe in if y'all told me something like, please don't be around someone. Yes. But you have to really, it, that's like, there's probably like four people who could tell me something that I believe mm. before finding out for myself, you know? So right. just, I'm just saying, don't let like, a, if a coworker says, this person says something about you, and it might sound like something crazy. Like, why would they say that? But at the end of the day, were you in the room? I don't know so I'm not about to be wasting my life for one second holding something against you that I don't even know for sure girl girl but it's just like same thing especially family me and my brother were like this like these family family like that's my cousin it was automatically a connection that was we ain't seen each other for so long but it was family like the love was there Aww. Wow, and so I will. I I want them to come here. I want to go there. Like we about to I'm plan scared. a family reunion. Like the kids, the, the grown kids. Like now we're like twenty in our late twenties, early thirties, and we just we like okay, we about to make up for lost time because that's family. Exactly. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Make men's y'all. Make men's. It's not worth exactly. it. Exactly. And like you, I love mm-hmm. how you say use your perception, use your better judgment. Right. Because some people will try to talk you, and and, I, and not even just with family, with everything in life, mm-hmm. people can try to like an ex could have went been with this person. They try to post out on now. He the worst person, in the mm-hmm. but he might turn out to be your whole soulmate, your whole father, your kids, the whole the best man you've never been through. Like she could have just encounter him at a time where he hadn't developed he hadn't grown grown he hadn't grown or like even for a job in the so to speak oh so i remember like when i was working summer jobs back when i was like probably and this is like my freshman year of college. I used to work at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Damn. But yeah, I used to work at Walmart. I worked at Walmart. I worked at Walmart. I worked at Walmart. I worked at Walmart. But yeah, but no, like everybody was telling, well, my own family member. Oh, she ain't listening. But my cousin. My cousin. Y'all know. My cousin. But yeah, I had to whisper. Had to whisper my cousin name. Ew. So I, um, she hated the job. And even her mom was telling me, like, Nah, you don't want to work there. They rough around the edges over there. My, well, I'm gonna say that. my daughter worked there and she hated it. It was just stressful and it was just like a lot of like don't don't work at that one. And I was like, they gave me a call back, gave me what I thought at that time was a decent amount of pay. Mm-hmm. 
And girl, tell me I was employee of the month. They love me. Like everyone, all the managers love me. Every customers, I would be good at it. Like people coming to you. Girl, like, yeah, people would come just straight only to my line. Yeah, like I was like, yeah. people would stalk me. That you was scary. changing lives. Girl, yeah. I was having real life conversations at the yeah. register. They were like, girl, we gonna be back tomorrow. Like, <laughs> pick up where we left off. Now you can always pick up something at Walmart. But girl, it was like a life changing moment. Like no matter how big or small a job is, yeah. but don't let someone else's views and what they've experienced okay, because place. it could be a complete you'd be at the yeah. same exact location the same place with the same exact people that they have to encounter and your experience can be completely flipped yeah that's so it's true. just like with family members you can be with that same auntie they have that auntie to them is that sister but y'all can have a completely different relationship right and this is like i'll be the same way because you know, sometimes when you are a positive, optimistic person, people don't want to be hearing you Girl. because you don't want to be hearing negative things. Like, okay, uh, I'm tired of you talking about your perception of my family. Right. Being like, I'm less you in their relationship. Right. Me? Cool. She ain't never done nothing to me. And then, like, like you said, a lot of times, it hasn't even nothing to do with them. It's them. They're hiding. Like you said, they over here guilty about themselves they don't want mm. you to find out something mm. because if you get too close to that person you might find out what you did to them yeah. and so it's just like be aware <laughs> yeah. because um and don't like it but that's just because of someone else's perception right and just life though we're on this earth to live <laughs> we love each other so and we don't need all of that we don't need all of that <laughs> we don't need it but um i was gonna ask you guys like what are some ways that you feel like you are cherishing life or what do you want to implement into your life so that you could savor the moment even more yes. mm. at this moment i'm just being like a sponge i know that it is certain things that i've asked god for and he has not and i'm looking for the finished product basically mm -hmm. you mm. know and i heard it in this um i think it was um td jakes you know he's like you're praying for a chair and you're mm. looking for this chair, mm -hmm. but God has given you a tree. And you're mm. sitting over here just sitting under the tree, doing everything, but you waiting on your chair. But, you know, it's right there within the tree. You have to build it. Ooh, yeah. You have to build it. Show your heart. Girl. And so I'm sitting here with all these tools, all these supplies, and I'm like, but God, I want this. Mm. And he's like, no, but you got to create this. You got to work for it. Yes. You got to create So it. that is really what I want to encourage everybody else to do is to really just, yeah. You got this. <laughs> but that's so funny that you said that because I'm about to say the same thing in a different way. So I'm just going to say it yeah. in a um, Every dope girl on Instagram, yes. um, they put up a like a meme that said, Everything that you want is already here in life. Like, God has already... Actually, I don't know if they said this, but it was something like this. So, I'm going to speak the way I want to. So, God, God has already... It's already written. Our whole lives are already written. The promises are there. What we want is already there. Yes. We... Our job is to get into alignment mm. to what... To get, to get it. Yeah. We just got to step real. into it. Just like you said, we got to yeah. build our... Uh, we got to take the tree and build. We got to yes. get in alignment to make Girl. the... the the chair that and is. so it's just like it's there whatever it's you there. want it's, it's there. there so there just get it alignment girl that's what me and Jarvis was talking yes. about the other day like he was saying 
Because, okay, he was having this long, heated debate at yeah. 24-Hour Fitness that he goes to, and I hope this guy don't ever listen to our podcast. <laughs> oh because, well, I ain't going to drop. I ain't going to drop. So he was having... I want him to come to here so they can... Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. So, person at 24-Hour Fitness in the steam room area, <laughs> you know that you was having this conversation with my man, and I wasn't here. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, he came in and told me the conversation. But this dude is really great. Like, actually, he's... He was, actually we talked about him on another yeah, podcast okay, yeah. about how yeah. he's a great husband. No, he's not a husband. Oh, oh not this guy. Okay, this is the guy he was telling me about the <laughs> Bible story of uh, Samuel. Like he's a strong believer. But anyway, let's go back to what he was telling back. So basically, they was having this money debate. Like okay. and he was just basically his views on money. Like we got to give money. You don't do a job if it don't give you money. Like give money. Money make the world go around. And so Jarvis like you know I'm chasing purpose right now. Yeah, you better. And like you know well my passion right now is to play professional basketball. Yeah. And he's like I'm I'm gonna do this because he's working at the job right now. He's like that that don't give if that don't give you this amount of money that amount of money then forget the job get a job that pay. Money, money, money. He's just like, <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to do my per- purpose. And if I do, I can't get a job any day right now. I've had mm-hmm. offers where I can't, but I know it's going to make me work too long of hours. Mm-hmm. And I won't be able to put time and effort to my purpose. So yeah. he's like, right. I'm going to do this and still be able to live my purpose. And I know the money's going to come. Yeah. And he's just like, nah, money is right here. It's right now. So when there's money around us right now, you just got to get it. He's like, no. He's like, but then we listened to this interview with E.T. And he's like, dang, I wish I would have listened to this interview so I could have told him in this way. But he was like, basically, E.T. was saying, like, you don't chase money because anything... Well, it was actually a, a lady, and I don't remember her name, but if you ever listen to the ET interview on iTunes, not the podcast app, actual iTunes, mm-hmm. and it's called um, School Versus Reality, something like that. It's, in this, it's the ET's lecture. And so basically, she was saying, you don't chase money. Anything you chase runs away from you. And so you out here chasing, 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 chasing. She's like, I don't chase money. She's like, I wake up every morning and I chase one thing. And everybody's, she's like, I'm going to try to guess. What was it? What was it? What was it that I'm chasing? And then everybody's guessing like, you. Sh- I forgot what they said. But she was like, no, I don't chase that. Because if I was chasing, they wouldn't be running away. But long story short, she got to, I chase hard work. And oh, wow. she's like, wait, I wake up every morning and I chase hard work. Because I know if I work hard then I'm going to be in alignment to receive whatever God has for me. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. like, so like you were saying, mm-hmm. going back to the chair, mm-hmm. God, we praying for this chair, but if we was working hard and use the tools around us to build that chair, we would have what we need. So align yourself. Long story short, mm-hmm. align yourself with whatever it is you want in life and you will attract it. Like get in the right frequency, tune in, tap in, tap to in. whatever it is you want. You got to feel that thing right now and be in feel it and and use action to of yeah. course to to put with that feeling and it ain't no it has no choice but to materialize yeah no mm-hmm. choice but that wasn't what i was gonna say to your question you oh but that? i do want to kind of okay go your piggy back. girl Damn. Yeah. what was that piggy that timmy just used her favorite phrase <laughs> <laughs> How else? We, I don't know what that just to, and to add on to that. <laughs> Jump, hop, skip, kick. <laughs> if this is your first time tuning in on the Soul Filler Podcast, Tiffany hates the term oh, piggyback and she just used it, y'all. She just used it. I love to use that word in college. But, um, oh, shoot. Oh, so I was going to say, she said the only thing she chases is hard work. Mm-hmm. But what stuck out to me about that, usually people be like, I chase the love, I'm chasing money, things mm-hmm. that are cool. Like, 
fun. Mm. But hard work ain't fun. Well, it could be, I guess. But <laughs> but who's saying that they're chasing hard work? She's chasing something that that ain't going to run away from you. <laughs> you know what I mean? That thing is like, and it's there. it needs to be done. Right. And so that's the difference. A lot of times we chase it. We trying to run away from the hard way. Yeah, we, we, we run away. We like trying to look for the easy way, the shortcut. We trying to go mm, around, right? She you know, like, you gotta go to she, it. Yeah. She trying to do the work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna send y'all that. that I'm gonna send y'all the interview lecture. It wasn't an interview, but I'm gonna send it to y'all. It was so good. Y'all should please. listen to it. Yes, yes, please do that. Can you repeat the question? But the question <laughs> is, <laughs> what are you doing in your life to really savor or cherish? To make your life amazing. Yes. Or what do you want to do? Yes. So one thing that I've been doing as of late is not judging. Lowering my sense of expectation into judging people and making them try to fit into this box as to what I think they should be. Or even if that's just from leaders or stars or people that are far, far in the distance or from even my immediate family. Because so many times in different belief systems or like if you not even just faith belief systems but if you a democrat you won't even associate with the republicans if you uh like if you go to if you're an entrepreneur you like f school if you like school you like forget bad freelance stuff like just if people have different belief systems most times we tend to judge people and disagree so lately i've been trying to be more accepting of open everyone yeah. open-minded yes mm -hmm. and that was what, literally what i wrote down like to be more yeah. open-minded and to not judge so mm, people so quick because whether you're a entrepreneur or someone that has a degree that works at a at a doctor's office y'all can both work yeah. together and unify to create a common goal like Yes, you may be working at this doctor's office, but maybe this entrepreneur can show you how to own your own exactly. practice. So you can still live your purpose. And, but it's just like, I, instead of us focusing so much on how we're different, because when we focus on differences that create so much conflict, whether that's in families, like family members will go years and months and, and decades without talking to each other because we focus in on the differences or how we judging them. She ain't living her life right or she ain't doing this and he ain't doing that. And it's like, why are you focusing on the things that they're not doing? What? But they're loving on you every day. They're present for you every day. They show up anytime you call them when you need them. And so like, let's stop focusing on the things that we disagree because no one's going to be the same. No one's going to have your exact set of core values the exact yes. same as you. Like, I may give Tish some advice, and she don't do it. I'm not going to be mad at her because she didn't take my advice. I'm going to support that advice. Yes. And then see, like, you know what? That is actually really true. Like, I should probably even adapt that. But it's like, if we're so gung-ho and stuck on our way is right, and if you don't follow suit the exact way I think you should, it can yeah. cause so much friction and, and it can cause a whole much, a whole much, a whole heap of turmoil versus like unification. And the end goal here is unifying. And like the whole Nipsey um, situation, like half the people are trying to be upset about, I believe he died this way and I believe he died that way. Yeah. Why are we focused on how he died? Like, why can't we just unify and, 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 and follow out the purpose on which he would like for us to, yes. to carry on and the legacy that he wants us to build. He don't want us arguing about how he died. I'm sure right. he don't. Like, mm -hmm. So, like, it's just stop judging people for believing the way they believe or thinking the way they think. And because it, it can, and that's, that's always been that's huge. huge for me. Like, every, no matter when, since I was younger, I used to. Like every belief system, I've been a lot of different beliefs. If y'all didn't follow this podcast, y'all know my spiritual journey. Well, y'all may or may not, because I'm not really vocal. But it's like growing up, I grew up Christian. 
And I just hated how people they could we condemn people like you going to hell for this, 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 mm-hmm. and that, and the third, and she out here having sex before marriage, like just so much um, judgment. He out here selling drugs, and 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 this is why in the beginning I was saying like you know I love how Nipsey is, is representing his gang affiliation, but showing like I'm a positive change. Like gangsters are not all killers and trying to do negative to the community we we can still have this title and still be trying to uplift and bring empowerment and right. so and then i hate it when i went to the pseudo spiritual woke people and they were like <laughs> christians are dumb they go like it's just like why are we focusing on why like you can't even live your life in freedom like anytime you have to oppress someone else because mm. they don't believe like you believe I can't rock with you. I just cannot rock with that. Yeah. And it, it don't. It brings me this huge uneasy feeling. And I'm like, yeah. So the judgment, that's what's gonna help me cherish and make my life more fulfilling. That's a, that's real. That's super real. Cause I be blocking everybody. If you crazy, <laughs> I'm like if you tear one thing down or another thing down, I don't care which side I'm on. You can block, rock, unfollow because I just. The divide is not for what I just need some inspiration for whatever you from. Exactly. <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? I don't need nothing else. But anyways, thank you for bringing that up. But I'm just gonna answer my own question. Yes. <laughs> but um, so first thing is to cherish your life or just love the life you live is doing what you love, mm-hmm. whether you work a nine to five or not. Just you know, just taking the. Ooh, let me talk about my friend, y'all. Mm-hmm. Let me talk about her. This just popped up. So this girl, my best friend from Howard University, she, okay, maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe I'll blank out her name. But she has been a real testimony. Look, I'm, I support my friends and my brother. They be doing some wild stuff. I never doubt them. I just be just like, I don't know how I do that. But I support them. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's what God's telling you to do. So she works she used to work at um a company where she got paid a year to mm. do social media wow i'm like bro i'm glad you're telling me this like i'm not making that and i do social media so i'm glad i could know i could make that mm. and then she and then um and she had fridays off she could work at home whenever she wanted she got like she she had it made basically wow she told me <laughs> Like a few months ago, that she wanted to um quit. She's like, she said, I can't do this no more. It's not what I love. Like, wow. it don't even matter if I get to work at home. I'm not going to work for this. You know, I the culture change. And sh- this woman owns a home because she wants to take her family out of um the hood. So she mm-hmm. bought them a house. She bought her family house, and they live with her. So she has all these responsibilities. She she stepped away from a high paying job who had that had a lot of benefits. Mm. And y'all, she just was telling me that she was just she had so many signs. The Lord was giving her signs. She prayed before every decision mm. um, she made. And so so she was talking to me like calling me on the phone like ah oh, dang you know I'm in between jobs. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm just going to be there for her when she gets here. What she was stressed about, this is what she was stressed about. She got two job offers. Wow. <laughs> One is on that. a show. A Come on. black show to do their social media. Yes. Another one's for a nonprofit that's going to make, that is a 
um, fighting gentrification. Oh my god! That pays higher. Look at God. And I'm over here thinking, oh, I'm about to be there for her. Maybe she's not getting the job. You know, she's looking for She hit me with the boom, boom, boom. I'm like, look, dude, we can't go wrong either way. She's dressing about which option. Right? God presented to her. So I'm just like, with seeing her take a risk, with seeing my brother take a risk, when God speaks to me, whether I love my job or not, you got to move. That's what you got to do to cherish your life and live yes. a good life. Yes. Move when God tells you to oh, move. Oh, you want me to do? Okay. Oh, let me. When I LeBron move, James. Move. <laughs> just like that. When I move. Hey, move. hey. Just like that. So that had me shook it. And I was just like, there's so much favor on her life. She went to Howard University on a Gates Millennium, Millennial Scholarship. She don't have no loans. Like, God wow. has, has been doing work in her life. I'm like. Wow. So just shout out to her. Yes. Um, but wow. I just thought that was so phenomenal. Anyway, beautiful. That's not even what I was gonna say, but that just popped up, and I had to say that. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> but yeah, move. When that's God's a lesson. Move. Yeah. It's a blessing. But also a blessing and a lesson. A blessing and a lesson. <laughs> she a blessing and a lesson. You hey. a blessing and a lesson. He hey. a blessing and a lesson. Hey. 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 <laughs> I love how we always break out the cool song in admissions. <laughs> That's so funny. But uh, the other thing I was going to say, so do what you love and move when God says you won't move. But then also, um, when you are like a person, people like us who are podcasters or something, a person that's trying to be inspirational, live their best life, trying to do the right things, that could attack you. And that's because mm. you are so judgmental on yourself, mm. and it's like, oh, I should have said some, I should have said something better. I shouldn't feel this way. Mm. I should be my higher self right now. You know, oh my God, I hope I didn't make this person feel this way. I should have done this. Mm. So you, since you're giving out all this advice on how to be your best self, you chart and you're reading the word. You try, you're just trying to be the best you can do. But that's where it has to stop. You just have to stop at being the best you can do and forgive yourself if you for the things you did in the past, for the things mm. you're gonna do in the future because you're human. And so I was stressing my own damn self out because I'm like <laughs> trying to I don't even know what I was stressing myself out when I'm thinking about it, but I remember I was just stressed because I was attacking my own self so much mm. for the things that I think I should do, how to be a better mm. Christian, how to be a better higher self. Mm. When I was tearing myself down, the best thing I could do for myself is forgive myself for being human and allowing myself to. I was listening to um, the friend zone and hey friend, hey, she, she was just speaking to me because we are both spiritual beings and human beings. We forget mm. that because we be like, oh, you know, we're just spiritual beings right. living a human experience. But no, God gave us. We're human for a reason. Real. So we're spiritual and human at the same time. Mm. So we have to give ourselves room while we're on this earth to be both and forgive our human side and just be human. Cool. That's okay to be human. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's what I've been learning lately. It's just like, yes. that's how I can share my life because I can't be attacking myself all, all the time. Mm-hmm. So forgiving myself fast and allowing myself to be human, but also be that spiritual higher being that I am. Right. <laughs> so yeah. That's great that you said that. That's so true because we 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 beat ourselves up, yeah. mm-hmm. and when we beat ourselves up and put ourselves down, we wonder why we can't you know reach that 
career success that we want or that success in our purpose or success in our finances or success in our relationship or success in whatever. Because when you think about it, there there's this quote that Susie Orman says and she says, your and she ties it to money, but I like to tie it to everything in life. Like your financial success, your wait, she says your self-worth determines your net worth. And I think about that. Oh, that's good. Like in every aspect of life, like if you have self-worth in relationships, you're not going to allow certain things to go by or fly you. And then it will be easier to attract what you think you desire. Um, if you have self-worth in your finances, you won't spend money frivolously, throw it away on, 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 on. I'm talking like people, she was, gave the analogy of, well, not analogy, the example of someone that had a gambling problem. Mm-hmm. And they were saying like, they have all this debt. They have all these um, these things to pay, but she's like, I'm getting paid on on Friday, which is tomorrow, because I think she wrote the email in on Thursday, and she's like, I don't know what to do. I'm gonna go gamble my money away. What should I do? She was like, It's because you have no self worth. If you valued yourself, valued yourself, y'all. When you value yourself, everything around you, you value it. You value mm-hmm. your relationships. You value your money. You value yeah. everything around you. So you don't want to throw it away and blow it away or throw your self-esteem away and, and, and just beat yourself down. Because when you like have this sense of not pride, but prideful, but have pride in yourself, you won't allow yourself to do things and not forgive yourself. For and constantly beat yourself down. You're like, okay, I made a mistake. All right, cool. I'm good. Let me just push that thing off. Because you, you know your worth, but when you constantly beat yourself mm. down that's when you re- you make yourself feel worthless mm. so definitely that's good have self-worth build self-worth if we don't have it right now it's and i know a lot of these things like just do it just do it it's nothing that happens overnight but constantly you have to be doing it it's mm. never it's done it's never a moment where it's checked off the checklist mm. you constantly every day throughout the day you build self-worth Mm, yes. Yeah. Ooh, there's a lot of things we could talk about that could enhance our self, uh, our sense of self, like healthy routines and things yeah. of that nature. Mm-hmm. But we want to talk about uh, it's Minority Health Month. <laughs> health Month. Yes, yeah. yeah, Minority yes. Health. Is it Health Awareness or is it just Health Month? I don't know. Well, it is all awareness. So it's different. Mm-hmm. Each month there are different awarenesses. And so within mm-hmm. this, and then within April, it's a lot. It's a sexual uh, STD month, sexual mm-hmm. abuse, or sexual assault. Mm-hmm. You know, minority health is about HIV day is mm-hmm. uh, coming up. So, wow. Yes. So we're talking about cherishing life and living our best life. <laughs> but, yeah. um, we uh, another way we could do that is through our health. We could live a yes. long time, but if we're not healthy mm. while doing that, um, is it going to be a good quality of life? And, mm. You know, Inspire Fire, which is the company that that stem this soul filling podcast, it's all about healthy living and how to live your healthy life nutritiously, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. Mm. And so, um, we're just going to talk about how we. What things we need to watch out for um, to make sure that we're living a, a thoroughly healthy, wholesome life. And I guess I'll just start off with, of course, is just eating a whole foods diet. I'm not saying that you need to go shop at Whole Foods. <laughs> but to just eat things that are from the earth. Like Jasmine today came and brought us Japanese pears from a tree um, that had no pesticides, that is organic. Um, but just eating whole foods, which is basically foods that 
give come from the earth, like whole raw nuts, apples, mm-hmm. spinach, oranges, um, vegetables, produce. Um, and if you are eating meat, eating like hormonal free meat, um, mm-hmm. lean meats and stuff like that. Um, wild caught fish and things of that nature mm-hmm. because with that when you're doing that you're eliminating a lot of things like antibiotics um, hormones pesticides um, processed foods different Absolutely. chemicals that are in like packaged foods mm-hmm. if you just start to add more of those whole foods in your life every day it's gonna fight off diseases that are um, being produced in your body mm-hmm. um, so Absolutely. That's one way to, you know, enhance your quality of life is just to eat healthier. Yes, and when you think about eat healthier, mm-hmm. we so most times we think about it as like this far-fetched journey that's so far away, hard to do. It's really a lot easier that you can make the same things you've already mm-hmm. made, just changing up a couple of ingredients, switching out regular salt for sea salt, switching out vegetable oil for uh, avocado oil, grapeseed oil, or... Olive oil, coconut oil, oil. coconut oil, olive oil. If you're not cooking uh, above a certain temperature, because if you fry in olive oil, it can be very toxic. But like just doing your research and taking it one step at a time, just being not saying you have to be 100% vegan, but trying to eat as much plant based foods as, as you possibly can on a daily basis. And when we talk about vegetables, um, I'd be remiss if I didn't say that. Veggies, fruits, all produce. Try going for organic, y'all. I'm sorry, I have to say it because the pesticides is just like hormones inside of chicken. So it's like processed vegetables and fruits. I know if you're on a low level, chemicals. like yes, it's chemicals and some of those chemicals, as I've recently learned, can cause cancer. Cancerous diseases just as well. So like they out here coming for this damn government or whatever. <laughs> But, like, all we can do is be proactive. And that's one thing I really want to, when we talk about minority health, is we have to be more proactive and preventative Mm, instead of, you know, waiting until that disease come. And now we're trying to, like, do everything we can. But if you are still, do everything you can. But I will say, like, let's just start being more proactive and doing that on a daily basis as much as we possibly can. That's good. Going to farmer, local farmer markets. I mean, you mm-hmm. talked about organic fruit. Um, that's one way to do that. Yes. yes. Support local farmers. Yes. There's right. like urban urban um, gardens as well. Mm-hmm. But also just like plant a tree yeah. um, <laughs> in your backyard. Own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know there's a lot of people who actually do that that I didn't know. Like they be having banana trees. They be yeah. eating good and they flourish. Mm-hmm. Like. Exactly. It comes a lot. Like there's mm-hmm. a lot of fruit on that tree. Like oh, yes. more multiplied exactly. more than you can even consume. Yes, so I definitely I need to start doing that. I showed myself I was gonna plant a tree two years ago. And I ain't out there. <laughs> but yes. I want to talk about you know stress and mm-hmm. just um, you know working yourself into just until you know you can't go like that. Ooh. It's just it's not healthy. Um, I know the hard work is, you know, we got to learn how to get this hard work done in a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. If you're having to stay after work over time, that means you're not utilizing your eight hours or your nine hours that mm. you're supposed to be doing there to do what you're supposed to be doing. That's just being honest. You're not Ooh. managing your time correctly. Ooh. Why are you taking work on? That part. Girl, you can to speak about it. Um, Be real. 
Yeah. Now, oh, I was just going to say another thing that we could all add in into our routines is exercising. And that goes along hand in hand with stress. It releases endorphins to make you dopamine, to make you all nice and happy when you work it out. Mm -hmm. And running, dancing, yoga, find whatever whatever it is. It doesn't have to be weightlifting. It doesn't have to be even Mm -hmm. in a gym. Going, walking with your mom or your dad or your loved one or by yourself. Um, Doing yoga, listening to music, Mm -hmm. interpret dancing, whatever it is, do Mm -hmm. it every day at least 30 minutes to an hour um and that's just gonna help you be healthier as well because a lot of us we have sit down jobs and we're at the office mm. like at our desk and mm. you know sitting oh sitting my god down. that is a new like yeah mm-hmm. and so i know for me we have five we're on the sixth floor at my job and i take the stairs every day mm. you know just because like I'm sitting my ass down, <laughs> like, yeah. most of the time. Right. And so, just doing things, make sure you're getting up. Yeah. Sometimes get up and talk to your coworkers. Don't call them. Go to their <laughs> office and talk to them. They in the yes. next room. Exactly. So, it's just, little like, things. little things. Keeping water by your desk. We be drinking our water, drinking our tea, like, you know. Mm-hmm. So, it's just little habits. Because... Mm-hmm. We all know this is heart disease is the number one killer in America, mm-hmm. and it's mainly due to the what we eat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and it's, it's preventable. That's the thing. It's preventable. It's preventable. preventable. And it's just we do make the decision on whether or not we are eating healthy. Wow. And I love how come you brought up hard work and balance. Because yes. I know, and even E.T., the famous E.T., Eric Thomas, the hip-hop preacher, he had to go back on one of his um, speeches, his spills, like the one where he was saying, like, everyone started associating him with don't sleep. I wake up at 4 in the morning so I don't sleep. They feel yeah. like he was like, I don't sleep. Well, he was like, I needed to make a correction and a clarification <laughs> out here because y'all are getting the message wrong or I don't know if I presented it wrong he's like but I'm not telling y'all not to sleep because that's unhealthy (laughs) y'all that is not safe like that could cause major issues in your life in the long run like still be balanced like grind grind be a grind mode he's like but I take naps during the day he's like I may wake up at 3 in the morning 3 30 in the morning 4 30 in the morning but I'm napping and and I'm going to bed earlier and then like I'm not going to be I'm not waking up at 4 30 in the morning and going to sleep at 2 in the morning so like He's like, I'm getting my sleep, so y'all. Need my eight hours. I just wake up earlier, <laughs> right? So like, make sure you balance. And then I love how Tiffany just brought up hormones because Oof. that is so like I don't think we understand the importance of hormones. We have hormones going through our body every millisecond of our body, and what hormones do is they keep your body on this equilibrium, keep it at homeostasis, which means balance. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that you said balance, and when we're talking about hormones, you have to balance your hormones. And so when, we, when we're in this age mm-hmm. right now where it's grind mode, beast mode, kill it yes. mode, drive, drive, drive. But what's been happening in a, a doctor that basically specialized in um hormonal studies he said that our generation here in america he said this country here because this is the only country that glorifies you know climbing to the top of the food chain more money wealth all these things Mm -hmm. and so what we're like stockbrokers spending long hours in overtime like work hours that are well beyond like in other countries they they get like two months off of work 
just as a norm. And here we like we're trying to work five and ten jobs. It's like it's just taking one week. Taking one week. Some people have no days off. Yeah. No days off. Mm -hmm. All they work seven days. Like when they get off one job, they go into another job. And this he's like, so what's been very, very common in America is I forget the exact name of the disease, but it's like adrenal dysfunction, something, something. And so basically adrenal is adrenaline is the hormone that's being pumped when you're in a flight or fight syndrome. So if we're constantly on the go, on a rise, nervous about if we're going to pay our bills, nervous if we're going to make. So when you're nervous and you have this much anxiety all the time, it's like your body is constantly releasing a hormone, the adrenal hormone. And so this can cause long-term, it can be stemmed to a lot of long-term diseases such as cancer, heart disease, like a lot of these stress forming diseases is due to the imbalance in of our hormone production. So we definitely need to do those de-stressors, especially as black people. If we're talking about this is minority health month and not even just black because I know minorities as well because I teach at a predominantly Hispanic. So they have their own stressors that are triggering them, like especially like immigration, like that can be a huge stressor. And so it's just like, um, think about as, as our culture as a whole minority culture i'm just speaking well i'm speaking on black culture like we systematically have been thrown into high stressful environments where there's just simply stressing about your hair if you're a woman in the corporate world or just stressing about being a woman like are trying to get equal pay or um stressing about like if you're a man like feeling like you have to be stressed out about the next cop that's going to come and approach you. So it's just like all these stressors that have been systematically infiltrating your, 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 your culture in the society as a whole, we have to do our best to stay balanced yeah. in spite of that's what they don't want us to do is be balanced. So that's why they systematically place all these things to stress us because they know if we're constantly trying to, if we're constantly running around in a state of stress, it becomes very difficult to attract what you want. It comes, it becomes, it blocks your, um, it blocks you when you're trying to put out certain manifestations if you're focused, because your brain can't do two things, your mind per se can't do two things at once. Oh, and I love how they basically, when they were talking about, in this book I'm reading by Susie Orman, about debt. Debt, she's saying if you want to, um, build true wealth first you need to get out of debt so she was like yes you you want to start this grand savings account you want to start investing here and there <laughs> first you need to eliminate all your debt and then imagine why you steadily putting money it looks good in a savings and investment account but if you're constantly putting money in those accounts but seeing your debt uh, rise she said debt creates a state of bondage on the mind and you can't attract anything while you have bondage on your life. So break free of that bondage. And she said, it doesn't matter if it takes three years, two years, as long as you do it, get it out the way, eliminate that debt. And then all the money you have, you'll be free. And you're, then you will open and clear the, the pathways to attract them more. And so like anything that you're in bondage of, whether that's stress, fear, anxiety, you can't attract the opposite of that, which is uh, abundance, wealth, all these different things we want to attract because naturally, well, not naturally, I don't want to say naturally, but as a society on a mass level, we have constantly been placed in fear, uh, dead, all these negative emotions. So let's break free out of that bondage so that we can attract what we want. Mm, that's good. I love that. I'm going to take that one. Attack, attack that dick. 
attack yeah. you. Attack anything that's causing those things that you were talking about, like anxiety. Yeah. Get that shit out the way. I need my manifestations to come. Yeah. Because <laughs> so. I'm like, why are we in this constant rat race? It's like we feel like we're putting in little by little, but then it's like, I want masses. And she was just like, people, we don't need these grandiose. I wish I would have known this before I bought my car. But she was like, we don't need car notes where uh, trading out a car every year. As long as that car can ride. See if you can ride in that car for 12 years. That's what I, I was thinking. Like, I'm like, yeah. I'm going to have both. I'm like, Lord, wow. let me have it for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And then the next car will be electric probably. Because you know? yes. like now everything is electric. Right, the technology age. And she was just like, because you don't need extra expenses. Those, um, She's like, if your car note is 450 or four something. Imagine if you was putting that 450 in an investment account. Imagine if you was putting that 450 in a savings account every month. She was like, think of on a retirement account. She was like, you was putting 450 in a retirement account and you found a retirement account that reaped 12% interest, compound interest on your money. You will be a millionaire in 40 years. Like, I'm like, damn, damn. Like all these bills we have. And it's like, we just constantly putting ourselves in bondage and don't even know it. Wow. Mm, I love that. That makes me think of like once you know we do pay off our our car notes and mm-hmm. our debt. It's like now we we're doing that. We know we can live a life while paying that off. Now we can take that money and invest that same money. She was like, "Don't stop and take that money and buy something else right. to add another expense. Take that same discipline yourself to take that same money." As she was like, "Just how you had to put it on automatic payments when you was paying the car people, put it on an automatic payment into a savings account, put right. it on an automatic payment wow. into a Roth IRA account or right. some type of a four hundred one k." Put it in an automatic because you already know you can live without it anyway. Exactly. So keep it there, but now make it work for you this time. Now you ain't stressing about it. You you just growing, expanding, right. manifesting, mm. attracting. Mm. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love y'all. So much. I love y'all. <laughs> well, look. Uh, and if y'all ain't shared, I mean, this life is meant to be cherished. Yes. So um, we just pray that all of you guys. Take from this podcast, I know I am, to live a, a abundant, savoring, beautiful life. <laughs> yes. That's all I got. That's all I got. One last thing I want to say since we're talking about... <laughs> That's all I got. One more thing I got. <laughs> I know. I thought about it because I didn't tighten the last point. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, with the mental health, the physical health, the financial health, when we think about like you eating this piece of fruit today and we don't think that it's going down the line prevent you from having these diseases when you put money away today you don't think down the line is going to help you have mm. multi-millions of dollars when you um working out in the gym we're not thinking about down the line you're gonna have that snatch body or whatever and you're gonna be in good health limber enough so that when you are 95 you could be moving and grooving around you ain't gotta be walking around with no walker whatever the case may be so let's not stop thinking about and i know minor- uh black people i can't speak on other minorities but I know black people, we have this sense of instant gratification. Like it's embedded for embedded in us. We I know me personally, I find it so easy to buy money I mean spend money on food just like that. Like I want to taste that right now, that instant gratification. So let's change our transition into thinking more of long-term gratification because the long-term gratification reaps 10 times, quadruple times more, a gazillion times more. I don't even want to limit it to four times more, but like a gazillion times more benefits than the the instant gratification that we so find ourselves always, always buying into. Yeah. 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 And it's like our, 
America's really programmed to do that because the ads and mm-hmm. just everything is programmed to make us want more and more. Like, have to yeah. have this, have to that, have that. So it makes you feel like where you're at is never enough. Mm. But it is enough. And that's what I've been learning as well just through a lot of things that I've been seeing is it is enough just to have your family, your friends, your loves, and doing what you love every day. So what time is it, y'all? It's It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. Y'all, if this is your first time tuning in on Soul Feeling Podcast, we always, 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 always end our podcast with a positive I am affirmation. So what the heck is an affirmation? An affirmation is anything that you are telling yourself on a daily basis that is transforming your life either for the good or either for the bad and the negative demisingness. Y'all, if you are living your life on a day-to-day basis and you feel like I'm just overwhelmed, sick and tired, don't speak that into your life. Instead, combat that and say something like, I'm feeling amazing. I'm feeling like I'm empowered. I feel like I'm getting better and better. Even in the Bible, it states, let the weak say. I have to put emphasis on this say. So speak it into your life. It says, let the weak say, I am strong. So on those days when you're feeling down and out, don't utter the words that says I'm sick and tired. Say something empowering. Combat that statement. Don't let your subconscious mind pick that up and manifest more of what you don't want into your life. So it is... Three of us, and I'm affirming that is millions, trillions, billions, or however many who's just finally meant to be out there tuned in. And we got to end this thing out with our positive affirmation yawns. So, who wants to go first? I'm going to say, <clears throat> I am continuing on Nipsey's Hustle's mm. legacy. Mm. I am cherishing life to the fullest. I am doing the work. Mm. Yay! All right, guys. We have a live show. It's going to be popping, popping on April 18th. With our Thanks to our sponsors, One Little Parrot and Rowan Art House yes. here in Houston, Texas. And, guys, I just really want y'all to come out. Look, early bird tickets about to be sold out today. Yeah. Uh, I ain't checked, but we only got four more left on the uh, early bird special, so <laughs> they probably gonna be gone by the time you listen to this. But go <laughs> ahead and cop the full price words. It's only twenty dollars. Nothing sounds light. Um, to really invest in yourself because we're talking about community and black love. We have amazing artists. Mm. We have Dende. We have John MBK. We have um, AJ McQueen from the Writer's Block. We mm. have Alan from Let's Do This Houston. Third Ward Taurus. We have... You just have a lot of people, guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, y'all go on the Instagram and check it out. It's going to be an amazing lineup. We're going to have food. We're going to have drinks. We're going to have giveaways on top of giveaways. For the free, For the you. free. So it's going to be way more than you it's gonna be way worth the twenty dollars that you're gonna spend right um april 18th thursday 6 30 to 10 p.m bring a friend bring yourself bring your soul bring your spirit um mm-hmm. and bring 10 friends 10 friends <laughs> yes. yeah and just make sure 
this podcast, I think this might be one of my favorite podcasts. So go ahead and share this podcast because it. I know if it helped me, it's gonna help y'all. <laughs> so share it. Talk about it on Instagram. Take, talk about it on Twitter. Talk about it on Facebook because you don't know how much you sharing it mm-hmm. makes other people listen. That's true, y'all. Um. So soul filling podcast everywhere. S O U L space F I L L I N G podcast and just share. Spread the love. We love you guys so much. Yes. Until next time, soulmates. Talk to you later. Bye. We love y'all.